Welcome back to He's Abroad. This is Jason here in Brooklyn, joined as always by John, who's abroad in New Zealand. What's going on, John? Sad, sad day for the Commonwealth. Sad days because mm. you go to you go to the UK, you go to London, and you come back, and the next week, Queen's gone. Yeah, yeah. I guess that what that did you happens. Do? What'd you do? I mean, I didn't do, do anything. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I mean, I I only I did like I took a picture. Posted on Instagram, and uh, and She's then I gone. wrote, and then I hopped on a scooter. You know, shame. That's how, that's how it goes. And the next thing you know, Queen's dead. We go over there for a holiday, and you come, mm-hmm. you come back, and the next week, Queen's gone. Yeah. So wait, if I if let's say you know let's let's OJ it out. If I did it right, let's do that. <laughs> did he write that book? He tried to write that book, which is pretty <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh, that wasn't real. No, oh, he wanted to write it. That was a real title. Okay, but you know the the Goldman estate basically, you know, every single time OJ tries to do anything, they go, "Nope, you got to give us money," because he owes a bunch of like he lost a civil case, so he owes mm. him a bunch of money. So every time he tries to do something, they're like, "Hey, where's our money?" <laughs> so fair enough. But yeah, he yeah. tried to write a book called "If I Did It: Confessions okay, so of a Killer." So let's take that approach. If I did it, right? How how the hell would I have done it worth seven days later? Is oh, when it no, sorry, hold on. This is an actual book. He wrote this book. Right. So this wasn't yeah. an idea. He did do it. He did write the book. <laughs> so he did that. Now, whether or not he killed his wife and her lover, I don't know what you qualify Ron Goldman as, but yeah. He was a waiter. That's wild. That's all I, I know I about Ron Goldman. I can't believe it that that, that, that book is real. That, that, that oh, I mean, I so. can. OJ is <laughs> OJ's an interesting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, OJ. I mean, I I feel like the, out of all of that, Ron Goldman's got to be like, man, I didn't sign up for this. Yeah, of course. To be killed Absolutely. by OJ. And I mean, yeah. at this point, right? Like, I know, I know, black people were kind of happy. It was like OJ got away with it, which is awful. <laughs> but it's so many black people don't. You know, so many black people are in jail for you know for for not doing things. And then, you know, OJ, who was a hero before all this happened, kind of got away with this. But then he didn't, right? Because then they they threw the book at him when he was trying to get memorabilia back in a hotel room. Anyways, let's not talk about OJ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, was just if gonna, you yeah, we can go, yeah, that's an easy rabbit. If I did it, like, what am I going to do? Like, I dropped it. Like, I dropped a, like, a spider and just let that take about 10 days to to climb up into the into the queen's room. I don't even know where the queen li- lives. Like, where does the queen the, live? The queen was in Scotland when she died. Okay. So they've got a family estate. They've got a castle, an estate somewhere in Scotland. And so that's where the okay. queen has been. Because there's always been these protocols. And again, I, I know all of this because I now am a, a citizen of a Commonwealth country. So this is yep. big news down here, right? Like, it's big news everywhere. Like, don't get me wrong. But yeah. specifically, right? Like, the questions always come up of like, hey, everyone love the queen, not everyone loves the king. <laughs> it's like, huh, now that she's gone, what do we do? Do we just keep kind of, you know, letting a country that is, you know, 15,000 kilometers away from us rule how we live our daily lives? And specifically, if you're an indigenous person of any of these countries, or you're an African, or, you know, you live in the Bahamas somewhere, you go, wait a minute, you know, the queen's on our money. You know, the, the British flag is part of the flag. Yep. But we're not British. Nope. Like, nothing down here is British except for all the white people that showed up. 
<laughs> and you, I mean, yeah, and you, you talk, you, you talk funny, different, but still funny. The British yeah. talk funny. Where it's know? like, you know, in America, we had a whole thing about that. But, you know, we every, everyone, mm-hmm. no one disliked. I've not heard one story of being like, mm, Queen Elizabeth, don't, don't know about her. Most of the stories are like, no, she was good. Now, maybe what she, what the whole institution stands for is messed up. But Elizabeth as a person seemed pretty cool. Right, she's making videos with Paddington Bear, like a yeah. Month ago. I well, you know, <laughs> come see, come saw, right? Because there's the there's the whole Meghan Markle thing, right? That was a but thing. the queen, but the Look, queen apparently is the only one who was nice to her. Apparently, like what she, about every the, time she uh, talks, she's like, I don't dislike the queen. She's like, the queen is sweet to me. The queen is great. No. The queen brought me into her house and showed me things. And the queen, me and the queen have a great great relationship. But it's a it's a company, the royal there family. Something with the uh, was it is a Princess Diana, Princess Diana. But again, it, I think for the most part, everyone's like the queen was cool to Diana. It's the rest of them, right? I mean, this is a it's a company, so like everyone can love the CEO, but then think about all the middle managers who stand in between you and the CEO, right? Like that that's that's what the royal family is. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of you know people who have never had real jobs in the day of their lives who just suck off the teat of the royal family because Impressive. they're someone's brother, sister's cousin, uncle, niece who just happens to be you know in you know 15th 16th in line to the throne they're the ones asking Meghan markle what color her baby is not the queen the queen is like i'm the queen whatever come on in the queen mm. seems to be cool <laughs> no one seems to dislike her so i get but charles look, i i don't know what i don't know mm. what the deal is but there there are so many vicious and hilarious i'll say <laughs> i just got to put it out there memes twitter on thursday thursday is when it happened right that was yeah, for Friday here, Thursday for you. Right. Correct time zone. Thursday is where it happened. And also where she was when it happened. So Thursday night. You know, let let that sink in. Right. Afternoon. It was in the morning. Uh, not quite night. It was evening. Um, it was like six o'clock in the evening in the UK. Anyway. Because we got news is, here at 530 in the morning, right? So right. the way that our prime minister found out was a police officer shined a flashlight through her window. Because <laughs> Because what? right, you can't you can't because if That's everyone rude. knows well, something <laughs> something's going on, right? Like the way that the royal family wants to announce the death of the of a queen is very strategic, right? And I would say even back in the day, right, the minute that a king falls or a queen falls, that leaves you open to you know an unstable government if you don't have a plan, right? Like if the queen just dies, everyone's like, oh god, what do we do? Then that's a good time for someone to be like, hey, maybe we should come in and rule. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's let's move all you out. But, right, so they come out with a really detailed plan. There's, you know, they put a sign on the castle. What, what the hell is worth? The queen what, has died. What, yeah. What's worth waking up for if, if the queen died? First of all, she's a 95-year-old woman. She's the head okay. of our country. She's the head of New Zealand. She's no, the queen she's, of New Zealand. Whatever. She's a, like a figurehead. It doesn't mean she's anything the queen of New Zealand. It doesn't mean I mean, shit. Doesn't mean I mean, it, it, but what it, does it that does. mean? What was she going to do? What could she have done? But it you does. Know, we don't have a, they, we don't have know, a president. But you like, have a prime we don't minister. like the yeah, but the prime minister reports to the queen. Like if Jacinda Ardern, right? What what could Queen Elizabeth had possibly done to overstep her rule, quote unquote, over Jacinda Ardern? There's nothing, nothing in she could theory, have done. Just, in theory, in theory, hold on, yeah, in theory, there's a lot she could do. In theory, uh huh. Now, Queen Elizabeth was also known for being like, well, hey, wait a minute. I don't want to come over here and start sending British soldiers to the island of New Zealand. One, because financially, that's a lot of effort. And two, 
you know, letting letting these Commonwealth countries kind of do their own thing is how we make sure that we don't get a revolutionary war. I think right? you should have one now. A lot of people are talking about it. And like Australia as well, right? Australia is another right like, Commonwealth you, yeah. country. Yeah. Grab some muskets, but you gotta do it the old fashioned way. You gotta do it the same way we did. You gotta use no, the same. We, you gotta if use we did it the old fashioned way. We're going we're going we're going, you know, before colonization. We're doing no, you more gotta, chance you, and we're sinking. You could boats. play by you could play <laughs> by US rules. So seventeen seventy six US rules. That's the those that's what you could play with. Muskets you got, and you got smallpox muskets. blankets. Yep. Wait, and they, they use the that in Americans to fight for us. Yeah. You do all that. Yeah, go for it. Get some Native Americans. <laughs> but but yeah, but I think that's the point, though, right? There's no president of New Zealand. There's a prime minister, and the prime minister reports to the Queen. It's how it works. Same same way in Australia. How and often? Technically, do you the think, same way how, in how Canada. How often? Wait. So how often did Jacinda Ardern talk to Queen Elizabeth? Fair, like, fairly. Yeah, like, what's like going often, on down here? Like more often than you think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's again, the Queen, that's so the Queen dumb. is in charge of. It's the on my documents. It's got the queen all over my my citizenship documents. She is she like is the president. Thing. I didn't think it is a it's a symbolic thing because in <sighs> practice, God. the UK doesn't really care what New Zealand does in the grand scheme of like our day to day operations. But for example, right? Let's say Russia decided to de- to start a world war. As soon as the UK declares war with Russia, it drags all the rest of us in it because I believe that's written down somewhere by law. That if there is a conflict in the UK, all the Commonwealth countries must report to the Queen. Mm. So for the mm. most part, right, because it's a modern day, and the and the for the most part, the UK goes, mm, us trying to overreach one doesn't look good internally, right? Because you know Brexit and all that stuff. The Queen didn't get involved in a lot of that stuff. The Queen could have, but the Queen goes, hey, this is the will of the people, right? So it's changed a little bit. We're not have we don't have kings and queens like we used to. Because like we kind of got rid of that a hundred years ago, where it's like, hey, you want to be the ruler of it? We're probably going to cut your head off at some point. And mm. the the Windsors like being in charge, right? They own a bunch of land. You know, she gets to own a bunch of corgis. Like, who doesn't want to live that life? Her life seems pretty good. She just has to walk around and wave. She's not ruling with an iron fist. Yeah. So yeah, for the most part, yeah. So Jacinda Ardern had to know, right? Because she has to go fly to the UK to be part of this funeral because New Zealand is a Commonwealth country. Hmm. we report to the queen she's on the money you know the laws and the things that are written are over the way that the the uk has decided to rule this country and over time new zealand's you know the parliament and how laws and things are governed here is all based on the united kingdom it's all based on that system so if we decided to get rid of the the monarchy it would change everything do you have a president i don't know you'd have to right if you're a republic Gotta have a president. Well, you could. You, How do you no, vote? Because you. What do you mean? You could you, still have a parliamentary system. You don't have a prime system. minister if you if you're a republic. You have a president. Like India, for example, is still part of the Commonwealth, but they are a, a republic. So they got a president. So they oh, still have true. ties to the UK, but the Queen has no dominion over the way that India runs its country. Hmm. Or the king now, right? So that's a bit of the problem. Is that the Queen? Everyone seemed to love the Queen. Everyone's got pictures of the queen. People are crying. We were doing 96 gun salutes and things on the waterfront. Like, it's a Commonwealth yeah. country that will probably get a day off. Well, I say we as a country because I don't get any days off. <laughs> dead, you know, dead I'm queen not day. getting public holidays. Dead queen day. But 
Oh, uh, they probably will. There probably be a there's because mm. again, they're the funeral will be on television. They'll have a period of mourning. Like, yeah, this is a big deal. I mean, it's a big deal everywhere, but specifically for a country that is a Commonwealth country that has the Queen as the head of state. Then yeah, like it's going to change I, everything. I, it's not going to change shit. I, I don't know. That's just my not take. for you. It's like, well, no, not for you York. either. Let's be real. <laughs> not for you either. I mean, come on. It, well, I it's mean, like, it, it, it's the symbolic gesture of that all. It's like whatever, man. What's Charles going to do? How old is Charles? Charles is old as fuck. Seventy three. Like he, yeah, we're going to another. Yeah, it's well, not. People like, don't like Charles. Why? What, what did he do? Diana. Oh right. Okay. Got it. <laughs> like everyone loved Princess Diana. Princess Diana was the white Meghan Markle. Well, <laughs> never thought of it that way. I mean, right. right? She gets divorced, starts dating a Saudi prince, and the conspiracy is that the royal family got her killed. That's the conspiracy, right? Like it happens under right, the tunnel. So Elizabeth, but no Elizabeth II, Elizabeth would have also been involved in that, right? Potentially, if you believe in the that's conspiracy theory, then yes. Well, but sure, that's that's what makes everyone the memes funny. Blames, but everyone also, I mean, think about it though. Like it could have been Charles, and then what could does the been. queen do? The queen helps cover it up. So could the queen helped. could be like, "You weren't supposed to do this, but because you're next in line in the throne, the royal family must do what the royal family does, and we cover it up." It very well could have been Charles going rogue, yeah, and deciding People- that he didn't want his wife with a Saudi prince. His I get ex-wife. people are I get people are sad about this. But can we talk about how like is it is it sad when a ninety five year old lady dies? Yes, it's sad. Stop it. <laughs> ninety six. It's always it's sad. even better. <laughs> Come on. It's it's sad, but it's not it's not shocking or unexpected. But yeah, still, it. she's the longest living monarch in the history of the United Kingdom, and she well, seems to yeah. be well liked, right? So it's not like it. She was some monster that had like a thirty year period of sure. tyranny and you know murder. Although, if you read Twitter, you'll well, find those people who are like, "But what about colonialism?" <laughs> and it's like, "Yeah, yes, what about colonialism?" Yeah, that's plus, not the she, queen's fault. But also, she didn't have the chance for that. You know? <laughs> so you're saying <laughs> if 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 she came before Hitler, she would have had the chance, right? Because she got elected, or she got elected, she became queen. Like 1954, yeah. Like I'm no, saying, if she, was, if she was queen, if she was queen, yeah. if she was queen in the 1800s, then man, that's just business as usual. She wasn't. You think she was going to have the Lincoln moment? I mean, <laughs> she could have at any point been like, you know what, this Commonwealth shit is, is silly. Uh, you guys do your own thing. Uh, Jacinda, you could keep calling me, but you don't have to like <laughs> wake up when I die at 96. You know, <laughs> like that's. Well, well, That's well, all the I'm fact saying. That they, like, well, the fact you could that, have like, had yeah. anybody could do that at any point and be like, "Yeah, if my rule is absolute, then yeah, let's let's stop." You know, there's like how many of you people? Like how many? Uh, how many commonwealths are there? How many number? Let's see, commonwealth. I think there's 56. I think there's 56 countries in the co- part That's of the too com- many like, again. There's people. a difference between like, and you're telling you me know, she's former- actually involved. Get out of here. Well, Get again, here. like. It's it's come the on, royal man. family. What's going on here? The royal family. Canada, like, come on. And she is head of the state of those countries. It's so silly. she's not sitting. You know, when she does addresses, our television goes to the queen is giving an address. Well, so it's just kind of fucked up. Like, you think India, India is part of the Commonwealth? You think they're happy? It was so, so. Again, there's a difference. They right? gotta- there's, there's countries. <laughs> there's member countries and there's Commonwealth countries, right? 
So there's 56 yeah. countries that are independent countries that make up the Commonwealth. And then there are states that are also part of this. So like, for example, South Africa is a member of the, is a member country to the United Kingdom. Right. Mm-hmm. But South, South Africa is its own country. Right. The queen right. shows up to South Africa and walks around and waves her hand and shake, you know, kisses babies and shakes hands. But she's not the she, you know, she's not the queen of South Africa because the South Africa doesn't have a queen. They got a president. But, but they're the... still member states of the UK. So New Zealand, Australia, there's like four countries. It's New Zealand, Australia, Canada, and I believe like Papua New Guinea are mm. the four that are still like have the queen as their head of state. But there's all these other countries, right? India, Malaysia, you know, Pakistan. Yeah. Sri Lanka. They're all part of the Commonwealth. Countries that the the British effectively just fucked up. Yes. And be like, this, this Jamaica, is right? Yep. Jamaica. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The first thing that happens in Jamaica, Jamaica's like, oh, we've been waiting for her to die because we need to get out. <laughs> yeah. Right? So any, like, anybody, so like I said, like any that. anybody could have had this kind of Lincoln moment, right? And said, yeah, I'm done. So yeah, but again, everyone the likes. It's not like you're queen. losing your money. Who cares? But but they, they like having the they queen as part of your head of state you could, when she's you could well like liked. Somebody you could like somebody and not like the idea of what they represent or who they are. Like you could say, hey, I still like you. You know, you're cool. You could respect the queen. Like hell, people probably no. That's not a good example. I was gonna say like a lot of people. Well, yeah, I guess like people still respected Obama. It didn't mean Obama's like, oh, now you got it. Now you all have to report to me. But it, but again, like you know, getting becoming a an independent state is is enough effort, right? And countries like Jamaica and like a lot of these countries in Africa, they see benefit from being part of the United Kingdom finance as a government, right? So you might not like what they stand for, but when you know that you've got the backing of the United Kingdom for certain issues in your country and you're a government official, and the United Kingdom is you know it's it's somewhere in the top ten of of global economies, right? Like. You, that's not a bad thing to have. If you're Singapore, right? Think about all of the, 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 the you know, Singapore's a giant port city. It's, I would argue, other than Hong Kong, I'd argue between Hong Kong and Singapore, the biggest port in Asia. Maybe Hong yeah. Kong. I'd probably guess Hong Kong. But, like, Singapore is, like, the financial center of, of Asia. And having direct ties to the United Kingdom, who for centuries was the financial center of Europe, makes you a very powerful country. Right. Makes it very easy for you to do business with a country when you have a pact and a deal that's already built into being part of the Commonwealth. Now, if you leave, I mean, this is Brexit, right? When you leave, all of a sudden you got to start making individual deals with everybody. You got to start all the other Commonwealth countries. If you're Singapore and you're not part of the Commonwealth anymore, you got to talk to New Zealand about how you get goods to and from New Zealand. You got to talk to Australia separately. When you're part of the Commonwealth, all this stuff's built in. Right. It's like joining a club. You're like, great, look at all these membership benefits I get. Cause now I'm now I'm a Chase Ultimate Rewards holder. But oh, if I leave Chase, all of a sudden, hey, if I want to do all this other stuff, I gotta do it independently. So there's benefits to it, but there's a lot of people who go, hmm, I don't like what they stand for. So there's gonna be some interesting discussions. Cause I think a lot of people didn't want to have this discussion when everyone's like, well, no one dislikes the Queen. The Queen's cool. The queen's making jokes, Queen's eating sandwiches with with uh Paddington Bear. It's fun. Mm-hmm. But Charles, not so fun. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, look, I'm in over my head. Clearly, you are the fuck. Because I, I, I would have been o- in over my head but, if I didn't live in New Zealand. <laughs> so, but regardless, the idea, am, so. the idea of kings and queens is kind of silly at this point, right? Like, I don't know. I think it's kind of fun. The more that you look at it, it's kind of fun, right? Yeah, I guess. I'd You'd like, to, like see... to be king or queen. Nah, not really. 
Sounds, yeah, it'd be sounds, kind of sounds fun, right? Silly. I mean, for a moment, yeah. I mean, let's yeah, be for yeah, a moment. It, sure, it'll be fun. Yeah, because like, how I much just, do you actually have to? You just walk around and be exactly. You have to worry about getting killed. I, I don't know what the what the role of a king or queen is supposed to be in 2022 and beyond. Besides, just like you exist to be rich, like there is just this one omnipotent rich family. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, exist. in the in the United Kingdom, the fact that the Windsor family owned so much land is an interesting one, because let's say the United the government of the United Kingdom, this new prime minister said, you know what, now that Queen Elizabeth is dead, we want you guys out. Go back to Germany, where you're Whoa. from. Is that true? They're I think from Germany. So. I think the Windsors are from Germany. Mm. So get out. We don't want you okay. anymore. And they would go, well, we don't have to leave because we own like 35% of all land in the United Kingdom. <laughs> right? So like there's, you know, it's all intertwined in part of the United Kingdom. It's it's one, I, I think you don't really have one without the other. Now for a country like New Zealand, if you decided to become a republic and have presidents and change the way that you work, is there a benefit? There might not be because financially, right? New Zealand is at the bottom of the earth. And a lot of benefit from having, you know, being able to have people go over to the United Kingdom and easy passport access and, you know, your treaties with Australia and Canada and the way that you can move, you know, New Zealand's power comes from being part of the Commonwealth. So while it's great to, you know, change the name from New Zealand and you go, hey, you know, we're going to get rid of all of the colonialism and the pain that we've caused over the last 150 years from a financial sense, from a government I think it would take a long time to happen. Charles would have to start messing up, which is possible because the queen was, you know, she was a, a, a she was a, a mother figure, grandmotherly figure, great grandmotherly figure to the world. She Charles is not. Charles is not. He's an old man who killed Princess Diana. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> so, Dang. again, not not as fun, but if Charles decides he wants to do this for a decade just to say he got to become king, <clears throat> Then he gives it to William. Everybody likes William. Hmm. Although William looks like he's about Charles' age. Because, man, I mean, aging has not been kind to him. <laughs> he's, he just turned he? 40. And look at oh. him. Oh, shit. He's not yeah. that old. He's, I'm about to be 40 in a couple of years. He just turned 40, and he looks like he's about 60. And his uh, wife, yeah. who's older than him, looks like she's about 25, 30. I mean, I'm looking so, at this picture of them walking. He looks like a uh, looks old. How old is he? Compared 40? to Harry, he looks old. How old is he? Forty. He's forty. Well, that's the thing. Like he looks like what you assume a forty-year-old looks like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. He's what you <laughs> expect a forty-year-old to look like if you're like fifteen. Yeah, exactly. When you think forty is old, and you yep. look at this guy and go, "That's a forty-year-old." But then if you look at Harry. Who still got most of his hair? Because he doesn't look fifty. I'm just saying he doesn't eh. look. He doesn't look fifty. Who looks older, him or Paul Giamatti? I'd argue William looks older than Paul. Paul Giamatti, Giamatti looks days. older than him easily. Easily, Paul Giamatti. Paul <laughs> Giamatti looks like he. I'm not gonna lie. Skinny Paul Giamatti is like frightening. He kind of looks. Uh, well, that's what happens. Like you, get, looks, you know, your head worse. stays the same size, but you you know you shrink. Yeah, like. I, but no, he definitely he looks younger. Like I said, I'd put him in the 40 ballpark, 40s ballpark. He definitely doesn't look 30. He definitely doesn't look 50. It's like uh he's, that's that's a 40s that's a 40s looking man. That's probably what I'll look like in my 40s, you know? <laughs> are you are you projecting here a little bit? 
I, oh my god! I wish I'm balding in my 40s, and I could finally he, shave he my head. He should just—he should just let it go. I think he's got to shave his a, head. Look, I think he'd I, make an okay bald man, right? And he'd make a great bald man. Look, I say this to anybody who's balding, you know, and and that's why I say I always can't. I, if this is why I'll never bald because I say I can't wait to start balding, is that you got you got to just shave your head. You got to let it just go. let it go. It's got to go. Now away. the problem is if you've got a funny shaped head, you got some yeah, lumps and some bumps and some bruises Embrace in the it. back. Embrace, embrace yeah. the funny head, and just you what, get, get what's to wear gonna cool hats. what's what's worse, you know the 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 funny shape. How funny shaped head are we talking? Can you give me an example? I mean, are we talking Elephant Man? <laughs> that's different. I mean, maybe. I mean, you know, the back. Well, you, that's something different. that you never look at. You never look at the back of your head. You have no idea what the back of your head looks like. All right, that's that's true. I bet it's probably fine though. Honestly, guys, stop being so damn self conscious. And honestly, I mean, but, but he's that, also that just, he's the future. He's the future king, right? Like, there's sure. a good chance that Charles is not going. You know, Charles in 20 years, he's 93. I would assume that between now and then, history and you know human life will tell us that Charles will probably be gone over the next 20 years. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. So by then, yeah. William would be healthy? 60. Let's see. Charles, I mean, Charles looks all right. He's all right. King Charles you know? III health. And he's Let's never really Google worked that. a day in his life. Like he's never actually had a job. So the first when I type in King Charles III health, the first story that comes up is NBC News. Prince Charles is King Charles III. An excellent reason to end the monarchy. Yeah, I mean, again, a lot of people are saying now's the time. And look, I mean, we're in a we're in a day and age where the idea of a queen is a lot more appealing to the idea of a king. Right? We're trying to kill the patriarchy. Right, it's for all all the all the world's ills are because men have been in charge, and we've had a queen for seventy years, and now you're going to put a man back in charge, well, and that's then just you're going to have works. another man, and this then another like man. Well, that's that's right? what you Th- get. Three for men having... are in line to the throne. You'd have to kill off three of these men before what's her name, Charlotte. This is not this is not a conspiracy. It's not like there's bias in the election. This is this is how monarchies work, and this is why they're dumb. Well, this is why they want to get rid of them, right? It's time right. to get rid of the patriarchy and the monarchies. Yeah. It's time to let the woman prime minister be president of the United Kingdom and we move on. But it will never I mean, I, I've always I've always just kind of looked at them as like a living museum piece, right? I mean, that's they're the Kardashians. That's, that's all they are. Like they're, you know, they're a great soap opera to watch. Is like, it? ooh, what's she wearing? Or what are they doing? And ooh, look at this happening. Look at these kids. I mean, that's why Meghan Markle is like I mean, again, at the same time, I don't have too much sympathy for her because she married a royal. Like, if you didn't want this life, then don't marry the guy. But, like, she's, you know, people trying to take pictures of her baby. And she's like, yeah. stop taking, stop creeping through my windows taking pictures of my kids. What's wrong with you? And everyone's like, oh, she doesn't, she doesn't want to give access to these. Are, you know, this, she's a royal now. She's got to do this and that. And she's like, but I don't want to. But I'd be like, but you kind of knew this, right? Did Harry not tell you, like, hey, look, you know, my life's kind of complicated. <laughs> He told her after they got married, "Hey, just so you know, I'm a I'm a prince." What? I mean, I, I don't I don't think Harry I don't think this would have worked with Harry if he wasn't a if he wasn't a prince. Just just saying. Wow. Like, oh my god. I'm I'm just being honest. Wow. Like, part of the part of the charm of marrying a Harry hey. is sure I'm sure you love him and I'm sure he's great, but being yeah. a prince ain't bad either. <laughs> Yeah, just saying, right? Like, there's plenty of great looking, you know, there's plenty of nice guys out there who got regular jobs. But if you got a chance of marrying a prince, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> like, do what you got to do. Like, 
you know, it, it, you know, the rest he, of just, he, he happened to be a prince. So that's what you think, that she's just madly in love with him. And she's like, oh, I don't even care that he's a prince. Sure. We'll go with that. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Like, I mean, she, you know. You can't I ignore mean, it. Like, you can't. There, there's certain parts of, there's certain attributes of people that you just can't ignore. And prince is definitely one of those. It's just <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Not a bad one. Attraction. All right. Yeah, attraction is one of those things that can have a variety of factors. Yes. And if someone says, if someone's listing on their, in their dating profile, oh, I'm a prince, Helps. well, then all of a sudden you might be intrigued or in your job, this goes the same way if you're applying for a job. And then the first line of the resume, it says, prince of England. Then it's like, oh, let's you talk to what? this like, guy. I've, There's I've something been watching about this, this guy. I've, I've been watching She-Hulk. And the last yeah. episode had exactly oh, this, yeah. right? You try to go on yep. dates as yourself. Nah, not so successful. You go on dates as She-Hulk. Ah, you got a lot more opportunity. Yeah. I'd go <laughs> sure, people might just want to date you because you're She-Hulk. But at the same mm-hmm. time, they're interested. So I'm sure he didn't leave out Prince when they first met. I'm sure, uh, like, everyone knew, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, I'm the Prince. Because, like, the entourage that came with him to protect him. Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, at least at the time, right? I know he's gotten rid of a lot of that stuff because he's like, well, I don't want to, you know, whatever. I'm going to go live in Canada or unless wherever he did, they live in L.A. Now, unless, unless he did like a uh, coming to America thing, but in reverse, where he went to some random African country. African country? Uh, that's, that you know what? That didn't know who he was. Careful. <laughs> careful. Some movie studios listening. Careful. Where it's just some just, white just, guy from America who just are, give me credit. are from the U.K. Just like, you know, from, from some East, from from some European country yeah. goes to Africa. Look, you, you, you're listening. You pick this up. Uh, John and I will write this movie for you. <laughs> and I, and John, you have to write it with me because otherwise it will be racist. <laughs> what, what's the name of the movie? Is it coming to coming to coming to Africa or whatever? Coming the hell. to Africa. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be reversed, right? Yeah. Just coming to Africa. Yeah. Well, or like you, or you pick of... the country, you pick a country, like, Coming to Nigeria or something. I don't know. No, but they know who he is. You got you to go somewhere where they don't know. You in just got to pick the soundtrack a, of the movie is like, it's like rock and roll in the background. Or like, it you could know, all. Like it, it, <laughs> in coming to yeah, America, it's like the, you got the African drums and, the, and, 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 you know, the, the king of Zamunda is coming. And instead, yeah. it's like the CEO of Deutsche Bank is coming. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, hang on. I'll bring, I'll bring up a map here uh, because it, it could go one of two ways. It could either go. Look, you have, you have options, right? The world is is big, but it's uh, the world is bigger than people think, right? Because there's sure. all these. <laughs> sure. Not only do you, I'm sure you could he could infiltrate. Let's let's use that word, right? Like he could infiltrate various Middle Eastern countries as well. It could be Middle East, it could be Africa. But if you want to do the complete reversal, then it's got to be uh, Africa. So like, let, let's just pick a random ass. Or, or it's got to be like South. It's got to be like South America, right? Because I would say like, it, like Africa. There's a lot yeah, of Commonwealth mm-hmm. countries in Africa. And I think people would, because he was, I mean, these, these people of all, they're all part of the military. They've all gone and done like Habitat for Humanity in Africa. But like, right, but if you got to go to like some Brazilian tribe. Right. But let's say he goes to Togo. Never heard of Togo. Don't know what Togo is. What's in Togo? You know it? I know it, but I don't know what's in Togo. Like, all right, I can cool. only imagine so, what's in Togo. So yeah, he goes to Togo. And it's know? French. And the, and, the good, and the good news of going to Togo is like, it's right next to Ghana. So like. You know, there is going to be those people who kind of recognize them. They're like, I think I know you from somewhere, right? It's got to be somewhere <laughs> adjacent to a place where someone would know where he is. 
yeah. And then he goes down there. Uh, it's called Coming to Togo. <laughs> and it's about a British prince looking for love, who but doesn't want people to love him because of his money. So, so where does he work? Uh, oh my What's god! The equivalent well, of the of the McDowell's, McDowell's, right? I think McDowell's. McDowell's. Yeah. Come on. Oh, it's been man. a while. I've not seen Coming to America in about. Yeah. Years. Uh. Yeah. He'd, he'd be like a tour guide or something. But not in, he'd work for he'd work for a tourism company because that's where all these people make money, uh, I think on these on these countries. Uh, but so he'd so work at like the port of of, of Lomé. Yeah, like, but the, he the, would the coastal town. But doing like the most bottom of the barrel job, like hotel. Saint, there you go. He works at a hotel. Perfect. Right. He's like a bellhop at a hotel. Wonderful. Or a janitor. <laughs> yeah. Room service. Yeah, he's got to have you go. something where you put oh, in where he's, where he's customer facing. No, yeah. I would say, yeah, maybe maybe it's room service or like there's got to be some scenario where like Sam Jackson walks in with the gun. Like there's yeah. got to be one of these. And he's got to have like a friend with him as well. Like, you know, it needs to be like a Jonah Hill type of friend. <laughs> right. Who <laughs> gets to play our city. Hall. <laughs> yeah. This is a good movie. I like this. I like idea. it already. This is, this is a great movie. Yeah. And the and the um, the room service guy is good because that's also a good way to meet potential prospects. There you go. Right. Right. Although if you're meeting tourists, it kind of misses the point. So there is a well, danger. No, it's someone who works at the. Oh, you that's know, true. It's like He's someone who owns the yeah. hotel and it's the daughter of the hotel owner. Yeah, exactly. Right. And she maybe works at the desk or she's the concierge. Right. And that's where it starts. Right. Where he's like, oh, come to my apartment. And his apartment is, you know, he's trying to, you know, fool the fact that, you know, he's he's wealthy. Yeah. And she and he's and uh, but other but before he finds out how wealthy he is, he's just like, I don't like that red haired man. You will not. Yes, exactly. You will not right. And it's got to be red. It's got to be right. He's got to be oh, for like, sure. ginger it's... as possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it Seth Rogen? Are we going to send just... Seth Rogen down yes. here? We got Jonah Hell Hill. Yeah. Is it just going to be Seth Rogen? <laughs> <sighs> we did it. I like. I don't it. know if Seth Seth Rogen's is he's he's a little bit of a redhead. Yeah, or Bill Burr. No, it's Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bill Burr might be a little too old. It's Bill Burr, but he's doing Seth, a British Seth accent. Seth Rogen is forty years old. He's around the same age, so it kind of works. Yeah, but he it, like or does it have to? Going. But it has to be a British guy, right? Yeah, I mean, he can come up with an accent. I mean, he played the he played the Jewish guy with a pickle, so he's fine. That's true. He did play <laughs> so an, American, an American pickle. Yeah, I don't know why I was thinking about that movie, movie recently. Um, a terrible movie. Who else? Yeah, who else could play his friend? Or the friend? The friend should probably be British, though. No, nah, right? just make it Americans with British accents, because all the British people play American with, with American accents. So just you know, can we get? Uh, I, I feel like we need two people in this movie in some way. I feel like oh, here we go. The King, Colin Firth, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah make bro- the king English. And his brother, who's next in line for the, it, who's and his brother is uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Those are the only <laughs> real casting things that matter. Those are the serious people in the movie. Yeah, those are Seth, those are what get people Seth to the movie Rogan. theater. <laughs> yeah, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill. <laughs> we did it. And who plays who plays the the hotel owner? Oh man, um, Steve Harvey. No, I think it has to be like Lawrence Fishburne. That's good too. Yeah, it's got to be like serious enough, but also no, can, or can ham it up a little bit. Or um, right, like like, like Lawrence Whitaker. Fishburne. That could scenes. also work too. 
Yeah, Forrest, Forrest Whitaker might be a little too serious of an actor, though. Like, too I on think the nose? Lawrence Fishburne could. He looks like, I'm just looking at an image of him. He looks like he'd own a hotel. Yeah. Well, how goofy do you want to go? Like, we putting. I mean, it's got to be goofy enough to have those two clowns in it, but then serious enough for. I mean, you know. Chris Rock is old now, right? How old's Chris Rock? He's in his. F- That's a good 57. question. He's older. That would have been a good Fish, Paul Giamatti Chris Rock game. Or, I already... uh, have we already done this before? No. Chris Rock or Paul Giamatti? I, I looked it up already, so I know. Yeah, you know? Chris Rock still looks pretty young. Yeah, yeah, but you could you could make him look a little old. Um, man, I'm trying to think like who. Oh man, wait! I think I might have another one here. Who's gonna play Dad here? No, he's also pretty young. Man, he looks great. <laughs> I, I think I think you nailed it. I think he, I think you got it with um, Lawrence. With Lawrence I think that of yeah, course. I think that'd be a pretty good one. Yeah. Who plays the love interest? It's a good question. I mean, have we forgiven Letitia Wright at this point? <laughs> I mean, she's going to be. A I black mean, I think I think we have to, right? The Black, <laughs> black Panther's coming out soon, right? I think we've I think we've forgiven everyone for their uh, COVID sins, right? <laughs> I guess, yeah. Yeah, that could be good. I mean, um, I mean, Lu- Lupita Luongo wouldn't be a bad one either. She's been in some goofy movies. Yeah, that's true. More, she was probably in more goofy Australian zombie movie that she randomly showed up in, and I was like, "What is she doing here?" <laughs> and, and more age appropriate for, um, for Seth Rogen. Yeah, right. She's thirty nine. I, th- I, th- yeah. I think she's the one. I think it's yeah. her. I think that's good. We got a movie. So who's directing this movie? Oh man. Well, I have ideas. They're not good ones. <laughs> oh, what are we doing? Are we just going to get John Landis to just do it and just be like, hey, tr- look, man, you did, you did come into try America. And, come back. Are we and trying to make money or are we trying to make like a serious, like what, what kind of tone? Oh, no, are we no, we're trying for? to make money. Oh, no, no, okay. no, no, no. This Tyler is Perry, we, Tyler Perry would make a, make us some money, but you're going to get a not great movie and it would be too goofy. And then he would also too have goofy. to play the hotel yes, he, owner. He, 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 I'm not sure that's a good idea. Or he'd play the ho- he'd play Lawrence Fishburne's wife. <laughs> you know what? Which I don't hate. <laughs> I don't hate the. Idea. No, but I also want to get Tyler Perry out of out of taking these roles. Like we we got to get him doing something else. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Tim Story. He comes. He comes to mind. You're kind of gonna get what you get, but he he has been known. He could elevate himself when he wants to. Like he did Barbershop. Yeah. Who who. Uh... Who uh, directed that movie with um, the movie that I really like that I can't remember the name of? That's got Lakeith Stanfield in it. Oh, uh, Sorry to Bother You? Yes. Who directed oh, that? Now you're, now you're talking. Right? This is a good that, idea. That's what you need. Because that, yeah. that movie had a little bit of an indie vibe Boots to it. Riley. But, you know, Boots Riley. I love it. Boots. It's got to be Boots Riley. It's got to be. <laughs> he's only He's directed two movies. That, that's all right. That's all we need. This is it. This is the breakout kill role. It though. Yeah. 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 I like I'm it. With you. We got a movie. I like it. He's got a little bit of a political background as well. You know, you, you can educate at the same time as making everybody laugh. It's got to be Boots Riley. Oh, I'm, I'm also on board with Tessa Thompson being in that uh, being in the uh, love interest role. I, I, I like her being the friend of the love interest. That's good. Either way, she's got to be in the movie. Yeah, we can, we can we can put her in. She's got to work at the hotel, be a little bit of you know comedic relief. Oh, I'm looking at this cast, just like forgetting all these guys, man. Because Danny Glover, that would be a great 
uh, hotel owner as well. He's not a bad one. Danny Glover's kind of old. He's getting up there, though. Right. I don't, I don't, we're talking I don't, about I don't people can... in like their, we're talking about people in their 40s, like early 40s, right? It's a guy yeah, at the end of his point. rope yeah. trying to find love. This guy's 76. Yeah, and, and look, Danny Glover can be, he's he's got a little bit, probably a bit more of the comedic ability than Lawrence Fishburne. He, he yeah. won't, might not take himself so seriously. It's true. Well, you know what? We got a backup plan. You know, we'll, we'll make him fight it out. Well, well, we'll give Lawrence the audition. We'll see how he does. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. It's a good idea. We got a movie. <laughs> we made a movie. Wow, how we got here know. is amazing. <laughs> coming, coming to Togo. Now let's look up things to do. Things to do in. I, you Togo. know what though? But I, I I don't know if Togo is a funny enough name for the movie, right? Okay. I wonder if somewhere like Burkina Faso is better, just north of Togo. Yeah, coming to well, Burkina Faso seems like a better, like a better movie. I mean, coming to Sierra Leone, <laughs> like Sierra Leone's had some stuff going on. So like it's, I think historically, right? We got to get white people into this movie. So <laughs> most of them yeah. haven't heard of Burkina Faso. Yeah, right. But like yeah. coming to Burkina Faso seems like it's close enough to Ghana and Nigeria, but it's it's like coming to Togo is a little. But what kind yeah, of hotel I, are you I gonna like be working to at? I mean, Faso, I'm... It's better. Is this? That's the title of this Man. podcast, by the way. <laughs> coming it's to too... Burkina Faso. It's too many words, but I'll allow it for this. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll break it for this one. You know, we got a palindrome on our hands, so yeah, man. I I don't know what's going on at Burkina Faso, but. In, in good enough Sa- but all right fair enough cool and, and it mean. looks like africa it's beautiful but it's got that 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 you know the the haze over it that makes you be like all right we're in africa yeah elephants they will never recognize seth rogan <laughs> absolutely that's my point right you film this thing down here you get some tax subsidies from the government mm-hmm. i like it we've done it Right you on. have one person who's from Burkina Faso though in the movie. Oh, I mean, the whole supporting cast should be from that movie. Like we're going to shoot in in Burkina Faso, right? Oh, like we're course. not going to. Yeah, I mean, we'll so... do pickups in Atlanta, but you know, we're going to do the well, main sure. in Burkina Faso. <laughs> drive tourism like crazy to Burkina Faso. All right. So what what does one do? What does one? I love how do you type in Burkina in... Faso, and what comes up is famous person. <laughs> yeah, they got anybody. Like not famous people, famous person. <laughs> so I was like, why was that was very specific? There's a couple of there's a couple of football stars from Burkina Faso. So I'm much, I'm sure there's probably some people who play in the in the Premier League who are from uh, Burkina Faso. So we'll get some of those guys down here. We'll get some athletes down here. It'd be fun. Top attractions in Burkina Faso: Laongo Laongo Sculpture Symposium. Okay. That's uh looks like there's a statue of a naked lady in a rock. That's cool. Um the Reserve de Nazinga. Just got some elephants and stuff. Yes. Yeah, Park Urbane Bonger Weugu. 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 Oh, I am saying words that I can't Ooh. pronounce. This is we're on we're on deadly grounds here. Um I'm not even gonna try. I mean, I could try to pronounce this. There's a lot of a lot Should of probably vowels. quit while you're ahead. A lot of vowels in this word though. Can you pronounce this? I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to try. I don't want to butcher. O u a g a d o u g o u. Owagadogu, dogo. That's close, probably. Or I just said some nasty things about some people. Apparently, that's Ooh, that's the city. You know to go what to. though? I'm I'm reading on some history, and there's there was a coup d'état, right? Mm-hmm. There was a there was a coup, coup d'état. January 24th, d'état 
in January January 24th, 2022. So this coop is soon. So we'd have to do a little screenwriting and see if whether or not we can uh we can get down there because there's a there's a military currently in power of that country. All right. Well, you know what? I'll so so it's cheap. Be cheap. They need they need positive uh, positive press. In theory. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, you know, we'll, we'll you work in title. Work in title. We don't need to. We don't need to dwell on it. So, anyways, <laughs> your trip yeah. to the UK. That's why we've yeah. not been on the podcast. You're still gallivanting around. Are you done gallivanting around? Are you back in New York? Yeah, I'm back for the remainder um, of the year. No, um, not for the remainder <laughs> no. of the year. I I impulsively signed up for a hockey tournament in Toronto. Ooh, look at that! Yeah, fun fun facts here. It was a. Um, it's with the Gay Hockey Association. Um, I know some people there. And someone's like, hey, we need people for a for a hockey tournament in Toronto. And I was like, I'm looking for excuses to go anywhere. So why not? I'll do that. So I signed up for that. That's in October. That's cool. You know what's funny is that this is the only place where they could probably, this is the only forum, I think, where they can actually ask you these questions. When I signed up for it, they asked me to which gender identity do you most identify? That's, what are that's you- new, though. That's happening on a lot of... Uh- on a lot of forms now. All right. Time what are your pronouns? That's fair. Yep. What is your sexual orientation? And how would you describe your race ethnicity? Now, where else are they going to ask you that? What is your sexual orientation? Yeah, that seems a little invasive. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm just like, are they going to not allow me in here? Because I'm a cisgender white male. They might. You're straight. So, yeah. Or can you no. just say prefer not to say? Uh, Yeah, I think that was an option. I, I remember I, I took a screenshot of all the options here. Uh, let's see here. Should have put uh, yeah, preferred, you could, not, you to preferred say, not to say, say in all none of this. None of your business. No, I'm gonna go and I'm going proud as my identity, right? <laughs> yeah, you that, know what? You know, if you don't love me for me, then I don't want any part of this. All right? You know that's that, that that's never been a you know that's never been a problem for. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's there's one fun, group of people who are not afraid to tell you who they are. It is straight white men. <laughs> they're very proud to tell you that they're straight, that they're white. I guess. Well, I mean, what do you? What is there to tell? What am I going to lie and say? I don't. I I'm mean, they not, just look I'm at you and you just lose gonna, man, right? Am I going to? Am I going to? Am I going to Rachel Dolezal this thing and be like, I'm black? I mean, you could. <laughs> I hate that I know who she is. Like off the top of my, the top of the dome. Oh right yeah, there. yeah, like, she sucks. Uh, That's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. And, I hate and her it. life has been. I watched that documentary a while ago about right. her life, and like, I feel bad for. Her. Yeah. Like. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily, it's hard, like, it's it's that empathetic streak where you're like, I don't want to feel empathy for you, but I feel empathy for you because it yeah. seems like there's some stuff going on. Yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah. But she changed I, her uh, name, by the way. Her name is very African now. But she changed cool. her name, too. Good for her. She won't be in the movie. So, <laughs> yeah, I I was in the UK. Had a good time. Um, last time, uh, it's been like 15 years since I've been to London. So got to spend a bit of time there exploring the city, seeing it. I didn't realize I underestimated how much how big the sprawl is of London. Yes, very big city. Like that shit goes yeah. pretty far out. Like you don't really think about it. But it just keeps yeah, going. It's big. It's kinda kinda reminds me of Tokyo in a way, but obviously not that huge. But I just remember being like, wow, there is shit everywhere. And that's kind of how I felt about London, where even when we went out to those areas that were not you know, the hot spots that you would think of, 
there was always something there. I mean, a comparison to Tokyo is not too far off. They got about the same number of people in the country. So it's not too far off. Like, you know, there's other big towns, Bristol and Manchester and Liverpool and Birmingham and all these places, right? But London is the big, the super city, so to speak. But I just mean like the sprawl. Like I remember going up to the top of, um, going to the Sky Tree, right? And looking out and seeing the sprawl that's just endless. Yeah. Right. It's not like that. But it's far enough to the point where, you know, I rode in this, I rode the scooter for like an hour going back to my friend's place. And I'm just like, man, this shit, this is, this shit just keeps going. Like, Did you is... go to the Gherkin? No. Walked by question it. I had for you. Gherkin. Uh, let's see here. You know what the uh, Gherkin is. It's, it's what we, I believe we called the egg. Oh, oh, the that round. We, I didn't, yes. I went, I was right next to it. Uh, yeah. So I did, I did walk by it. I didn't go in it, but I did. I, I ate at a place called duck and waffle, which is at the did. top of a, Oh, I got a story about duck and waffle. Um, it's not a long story. It's not even that interesting, but basically duck and waffle is a place where you go. It's like at the top of this building. That's right next to the egg building. Right. So you can see it right the there. Gherkin. The gherkin, whatever, man. I, it's the gherkin sounds weird. I don't like saying it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so I'm going to I'm going to stop saying it and you ride this glass elevator up to the top of it and Duck and Waffles is a cool place that's a good cocktails and the people are always like yeah the food's okay but the place is 24 hours I went off hours um, and got myself a uh, the duck and the the namesake dish which was a uh, which was duck on a waffle so hmm. that was a thing was yeah, it like when full I was, duck or like 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 a like a uh, fried chicken type of breast. Of it dish. was like a fried chicken type situation. It wasn't. It wasn't the breast. It was some. I'm looking at an image it. now. And yeah. it's, was there an egg? I guess you got it sans yeah, egg yeah. on top. No, right? no, I got it with the egg. I did the whole experience. Okay. Yeah, it's like a drumstick. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty yeah, good. It's very weird. Pretty solid. Had a good cocktail. Weird combo, but I like ducks. I like waffles. So worked out well. Win win. Yeah. When I was going up, the uh, there's this glass elevator, so you see yourself going. So like, it's, it's yeah, really so you can cool. see the gherkin. No, no, because the glass elevator is on the other side of the egg uh, building. Uh, and, but it's still a pretty cool trip. It's like you're ascending. And there was this Japanese family. It was this mother and her kids. Uh, and she, and they were just like kind of being kind of quiet. She's like, oh, she's like, oh, look, this is cool. Something, something, you know, they were speaking in Japanese. And I, and I <laughs> recognized the fact that they were speaking in Japanese. And I just leaned over and I just said, Sugoi. And this family lost their fucking minds. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's so cool. Oh, you speak Japanese? Oh, no, no. I'm like, yeah, not really. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know, I know like 10 words. <laughs> yeah. And that's one of them. So as they started, so then fortunately, like we it basically happened like as we got to the top of the elevator and they were just kind of shuffling out. So it's like, okay, cool. Completely dodged a bullet of being like completely ignorant, but looked very cool in the moment. <laughs> uh yeah, so that happened. Um Otherwise, yeah, I did. I, I had a few days where just where I just wander around the city. I like just wandering around the city, taking in the sights. What, Not necessarily what was the like? just getting was lost. It, was gorgeous, it swampy. It was oh, it was gorgeous, good. beautiful the whole time. It was it was really well, nice look weather. At you. Everybody talks about how look people talk shit about the weather, yeah, and the weather was phenomenal. Bad. People talk shit about the food. Food was phenomenal. Look okay? at you. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Had a great time. Like you had a grand old time. Did have a grand old time. Um, got to see some friends out there. Um, got to eat some good food. The uh, 
those pancakes that I got in Japan at Bill's. You remember Bill's? I do. I mean, I mean, that's all you talked about for. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the way you. I don't like your tone. A lot. Okay. I don't like a your lot tone. of Bill's. Po- point is, that guy, uh, Bill? Bill Granger. He's got a few. Uh, he's got a few spots in London called Granger and Co. So I got I got those pancakes uh, out there, which is pretty good. I will say Granger and Co. They are skimping a bit on that honeycomb butter, but otherwise they they're still very good. Still the same. Still delicious. Yeah, got some fish and chips. I did all the stereotypical shit. And yeah, so all the all the sites, at least in London, and had a good time. Really fun. Oh. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, not really too much else to say about it. I mean, it was like just a lot of. I will. See, yeah, I mean, it was just a lot of walking around, eating and drinking. Yeah, London, London goes too hard. They drink too much. Uh, I mean, it's that, all that city. I mean, that city's that city's got a drink problem, but that's okay. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you bless. know what? You know what? I think it's a Commonwealth problem. Oh, Maybe yeah? other than Canada. Canada, no, Canada, Canadians drink too much. The problem is that when they do stuff, they just go out into the woods and do stuff, right? Like there's yeah. not like it's not like they drink and it's like, you know, it's not it's not lads on tour, bar hopping in pubs and you know, well, I'm trying to think what's the name of that movie? The World's End. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that. Like every night isn't the world's end and they're, you know, people watching football games with, with uh scarves on, chanting names and being racist. Yeah. Um in their, in their like, defense yeah. though. They're a uh, they're a gin town, which is great because of course they are. That's my that's my liquor of choice, uh, so that's cool. Did, and did you get a London Dry gin, right? Lots of London Dry. I don't know. I had some gin cocktails, so I don't, I don't know what was in it. Some sort of gin. Yeah, it was pretty good. So yeah, overall, uh, had a good time. It's good vacation. I think it was the perfect amount of time to spend out there. It's just like five days. Yeah, if you're coming from New York, it's a good amount of time. It's it's not too long, not too short. New York's a better city, though, right? Like, I, I know you live oh. there, but like, London, yeah. London's cool, but like, I wouldn't want to live in London personally. Like, no, it but seems I think like it's it, a cool place to visit, but like, to live there, I feel like you'd get tired of it. I would say it's very livable. I don't, I don't think I'd be tired. I mean, it's a pretty, pretty cool town. I could do it. I think I could live in most cities. There's not many cities that I've been to where I'm like, I couldn't live here. Even, um, even lit like when I went to Lithuania last, the first time I went, I was like, yeah, I don't know about this. And then the last time I was there, I was like, yeah, I could probably do it if I needed to. Open my pancake empire <laughs> in uh, in Lithuania. Yeah, you couldn't my, open it because Bill, Bill Granger has Asia and and the UK apparently unlocked. In it's yeah. a very specific type. I I think I have a I have a hook for a pancake restaurant that I think would work anywhere, even in New York. That's right, I could throw down. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah, Big yeah. Words. It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I'll never do it, but hey, maybe I will. If you got money, call me. <laughs> if you if you want money, want to want to roll the dice on some uh, questionable business money, opportunities, and, you, and you're a gambling man or woman, call yeah. you, I guess. Absolutely, I'm around. Yeah. Now, now, are you a little hurt that the queen waited for you to leave before dying? Because then that would have been a major part of your trip when someone goes, hey, where were you when the queen died? You could be like, I was on vacation in London. Uh, I don't think it would have made too much of a difference. It would have just, I think it just I mean, how cool would it would have been to go like, yeah, it would have been weird. Stuff that's I don't know. going on, right? You could have, you could have had Charles come shake your hand, the new king. You could have been like, I met the king. That wouldn't have happened. There's no that way. That opportunity would have been there for you, though. How? 
because you would have been was there. Charles's, was Charles's going around shaking hands? Charles could have went into Duck and Waffle. There's no way. <laughs> the the ascent the ascending the the ascension of the elevator would have just uh, who knows been, you know here, would have been too case. much for his. Harry and Meghan might have showed up to Duck and Waffle, right? They'd show up to a bar like a like a, a restaurant like Duck and Waffle. That seems yeah, that's like probably the, true. Right? Could also be too so just, touristy for them, but yeah, for sure. They they might have popped in. I was at the Soho House one day. They might have popped in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're yeah. right. You know what? You're right. I fucked up. I should have should have went a week later. <laughs> or the or the Queen just let you down, right? The Queen let <laughs> she she let you down. Yeah, she couldn't. She 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 had to she had to wait. That she just way. held on. She held on long enough to go. I'll leave when he's gone. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. But yeah, overall, London, good town. Uh, yeah, it. I forgot how easy of a trip that is to make. Hmm. To just hop over to London from the east coast, you know. Sometimes across, you don't want to take some across the pond. That's right. Say. Some sometimes you don't want to. You, you can't take these things for granted. Sometimes you know. So that's what I did. And I just hopped on over. It's good stuff. So yeah, that's what I've done. Uh, let's jump into some uh, media therapy, shall we? Sure. Talk about some uh, some things here. You said we watched some TV. You already mentioned She-Hulk. Should we talk about She-Hulk? Yeah, let's talk about She-Hulk. And let's. Ugh. 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 Oh no! Oh no! Ugh. No. You know what I think did it for me? Twerking. <laughs> it wasn't I mean the twerking didn't help. It didn't it didn't help. But that episode was like the Megan the Stallion episode was a mess of an episode. It was a mess. No, I didn't even From know start who that to was. finish. It was a total mess. You didn't know who Megan the Stallion was. No, and I still don't know who she is. I looked it up and I was like, wait, that's a real person? And yes, that was it. Megan the T H E E two E's. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. You didn't like that. Go ahead. What else don't you? Like I mean, about it, this? It, the episode was a mess. Like it was like this weird. It felt like a. And I get it. They're trying to make it feel like a sitcom. Yeah. But they're nailing but it. That, I mean, that felt like a really awful filler episode of a sitcom. Like uh, it's just I like guess. these other two random characters who kind of showed up into the show. These two dudes. They were like, like, I don't care about. No, these they two were in the first episode. I know, but again, but they're just like they're kind of like we don't need them in this. We don't need them in this show. We don't need them. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm right. I, we don't need them. They're there. We don't. You don't need them, but they're they're decent support characters. They're great filler. You just bring them decent, in as support, support characters. characters they're you weak bring them when they characters. need to be there. That's how they exist. <laughs> they're it's like any other side character in a TV show. Like this is this is easily the most. To me, this almost feels like the best TV show first uh, so far because it's the only it's the first one that actually leans into the fact that it is a TV show. You know, yeah, like I mean, it plays into the thirty hour, the thirty thirty hour, Jesus, the thirty minute runtime. Like it really leans into all that <laughs> stuff. And I mean, the image. I, <laughs> I just I, checked on the the episode for this. Sorry, in the image of them twerking. Yeah, <laughs> that's what the episode is. I, <sighs> dude, I love I love this show. Of course you do. <laughs> I love it. Like I, I love, and, and it's not just like, and it's nothing like an MCU thing. It's just like this is just a damn fun show. I'm having a great time. Thirty minutes <laughs> in, out. There's some silly bullshit along the way. I think uh, the what's her name? Who the hell plays She-Hulk? I forgot, but she's awesome. 
I mean, I think that's part of the problem as well for me is that she's pretty forgettable. Tatiana Maslany. She's awesome. I think she's great. Uh, she's just having a good time. Everybody just seems like they're having a good time. Now, you, now you're bringing in, uh, you know, that dude from. Tim Roth. Uh, no, not Tim Roth, but no. he was also really good. Yeah. Like, I just like this silly thing where you have it, it's like a uh, Harvey Birdman type live action show. Yeah, that's the thing. Is I'm not you got a, a like, lawyer representing. Weird. Yeah. I, I love it. I, li- I like how weird it is. Maybe that's the reason Again, I like but it, it. But it's it's weird in a, in a, in a campy way. Because the other thing I want to watch, I want to talk about is weird, but weird in an awesome way. This is weird in like a, ugh. Wong. Yeah. The guy. Wong is awesome. Yeah. And they keep bringing Wong back. Madison. Wong is, you know. This character of Madison. <laughs> they wait, brought wait, it the that last... was the that was that was the last episode in the last episode yeah, yeah. yeah it's awesome <laughs> yeah, again I'm, I'm specifically talking about this episode like oh, i'm episode talking two. about the twerking episode oh no, got it okay three. i thought you're talking about in general you're not into no it. no i mean again it's just like it's i can tell that the show's just wearing on me a little bit like yeah. i watched the last episode was fine the last mm-hmm. episode i thought was much it was you know for being campy i felt like it at least felt that you were kind of in the same universe as everything else but yeah. the third episode to me was just like, oh man, this is filler. Like, but that's real the whole, filler. But that's fine. This whole I'm fine with an inconsequential show. That's cool. It yeah. could just be a silly comedy. Like it that's fine with me. If the if the characters are compelling and they're like wheeling in things from other things that you know, more like a bunch of cameos, it's again I'll, the Harvey Birdman thing is perfect because yeah, it's a person representing all these cartoon characters. Have you ever watched that show? No, because I, I mean, I think I've watched it like Oof. part of it and been like, this is boring. Just the, the Scooby-Doo episode <laughs> where he's defending where he's defending Shaggy and Scooby for like for for like possession. <laughs> like that's Harvey Birdman. And that's basically what this show is. And it's awesome. So yeah, I am I am completely on board with this. I'm a so big yeah, fan. again, I'm glad you like it. Like again, but this is to me of like the fact that Marvel is doing this type of stuff where they're trying to you know they're trying to make something for everybody. So like while it's while it's wearing on me, I I don't necessarily think that it shouldn't exist, right? Like it's one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, it's wearing on me, but it's it's just not for me, and that's okay right. because. That, I mean, like again, they, they've got to try and make stuff that's for a different audience because that's how you get everyone back to the movie theater when you eventually put She Hawk in some random thing that you need her to be in, right? Like it's all universe, like Wong, right? Wong is now in this thing all the time, where Wong yeah. before was just a sidekick to Cumberbatch. Yeah, well now Wong's got a little personality to him. Wong's fun. Wong's he's watching. Always, he's the always been fun. He was listening to Beyonce in the in the first movie he was in in the first doctor yeah, strange like, movie that's my, yeah it's like wong's fun right bring wong it's a fun side wong gets a little shit. Yeah. it's fine yeah, yeah exactly so so yeah anyways she hawk's happening and it's doing its thing yeah you hate her now the show that i really like that everyone okay. really likes and this show for me kind of fell off a cliff at the end i, I watched all of sandman oh people love it god do i love this show oh. it's great it's weird like the first episode is one of the best first episodes I've seen of anything in a long time. It's just you can tell they spent money on this show, and the yeah. idea and the premise of it is really, it it's really pretty weird. It's got a little Alice in Wonderland feel to it, but also you know kind of family you know family amongst kind of 
ideas and entities and how the world works between dreaming and and being awake i I, the whole premise of it is awesome i love this show um and it it felt like a tv show as well which is interesting because you didn't it didn't feel like a movie that's just strung out over 11 episodes like there was multiple themes throughout the season like there's maybe about four or five themes over the 11 episodes they probably dedicate about two episodes to each kind of theme that's kind of wrapped around what's happening so they didn't stick on one thing for too long yeah so i love this show um and the fact that they've kind of set this up that they can make episodes of this thing forever um is really pretty great so yeah big big fan of a uh, sandman nice. if you like that weird you know visual effects you know the idea that dreams are a person that type of stuff then 100 percent watch this show this show's great cool Good stuff. The other thing I've watched mm-hmm. is the House of Dragons. Oh yeah, people love it. So, I feel you like they're, they're setting themselves up. They're setting themselves up for pain. Wow, <laughs> right? Because the way the thing that everyone brings up is, oh, the way the, the Game of Thrones ended was awful. Because it was awful. And that show again, that's something that had diehard fans. I'd argue that was probably one of the most watched adult television shows of all time. Sure, right? yeah. like had mm-hmm. to be like before that final eighth season it was everyone was about this show and like this is it and we've been waiting for you know that the show that surpassed the 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 books really because old boy just kind of like i'm kind of done writing i'm making a lot of money making tv shows and then the last like three episodes were such a disaster were such a mess that everyone's like meh game of thrones sucks now so it never really sucked it just the last three episodes were really, yeah, really bad. They didn't bad. stick the landing. It's so hard to end something. It is. It is. That's that's it. Like, it's just super hard to do it right. Even it, if you're doing all that build up, like it's the build up that you like. Yes, the and it, they, they had two so years off, and you know, and plus, like the books ended right. So like then right, they so were kind of riffing all the details. Yeah, exactly. And and then they're asking old guy like, "Hey, George, what happens?" And he's like, "Well, I can tell you parts, but not all." And, like you're working on half information from this guy. <laughs> yeah. In trying to make a television show out of it. And then you need the spectacle and the payoff of the dragons and all this stuff. And I'd argue this, they were going, they went a little too artsy at the end where it was just like too dark, right? Like the episode that we worked on was way too dark. Couldn't see anything. Right. And so everyone was complaining about like, well, it's dark. I couldn't tell what I wanted to see dragons. And all I saw was dark. And it's like, but they were going for a theme. So anyways, Game of Thrones has its issues. So Game of Thrones is back. This is a prequel. As you do. And it's aight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. It's aight. It's, there's dragons. Right. A lot more dragons. A lot yep. of fire. Sure. A lot lot more gore. The way the, the way the episode, st- the way the season started was real gory. But that's Game of Thrones. It's like, what else are you expecting? There's going to be some odd, you know, misogynistic, you know, things going on. There's going to be yeah. awful men and sure. people trying to play for their position. The childbirth scene was rough. The childbirth scene in the first episode, that's just, and that's what I mean. It was just it graphic. Was Game of Thrones level graphic. Okay. It's all right. Well, it's fine. Hey, some people don't know like, how it works. Sometimes you got to see it. And, and and I think people just kind of forgot. Like they just, you know, the how last episodes were, were the toys slamming together. You know, the last episodes of the first, it was just dragons burning stuff up. You're just like, man, whatever. But this is like, yeah, we're going back to like people being in castles and being like, oh man, all the men are awful. And the way that, you know, you, you marry people is horrific. It's, you know, they're trying to, people are trying to marry off their 12-year-old kids so they can be part of the throne. Like, all that nonsense. 
so yeah, it's fine. Um, I'll keep watching it, but you know, we'll see what happens. Cool. Yeah. So the other thing I haven't watched yet is Lord of the Rings stuff. Right. I've not watched the Rings of Power. I know there's two episodes out. This is the billion dollar Jeff Bezos trying to dethrone Game of Thrones. I haven't watched it. There's going to be elves and stuff in it. I'll try to watch that at some point today. But yeah, so I've been watching TV series. I haven't been watching a lot of movies. It's the season for TV, and then soon it's football season. And the last thing I watched, I have been watching, I watched Hard Knocks with the Detroit Lions, which you know nothing about Hard Knocks. You don't care. I know it is. Um, the only thing I'm going to say is that, man, I mean, our team is going to suck. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> again. Again. Like, the coach, he's just, he's he's saying random stuff. About I don't care if you got three butt cheeks and one toe, and you're like, what are you talking about? Like, what is he saying? This is nonsense. Um, so yeah, coach is nonsense. Hard knocks is always fun though, because you you know you get to meet some lovable characters who are like you know on the outskirts of trying to make it to the NFL. And so hard knocks is always fun, right? You get people singing songs, and the rookies are doing fun things, and one guy's juggling, and it's just you know that that's the point. Of it. It's supposed to make you realize that hey, these people that put on these helmets and you know you know, slam into each other for a living are indeed human beings. True. Fair enough. Well, so, yeah. sorry. Uh, sorry about your team being nah, terrible. You know, at this point, you know, and I, I'm saying that because, you know, deep down inside, I'm hoping they're great. But I now what's that. worse is now what's harder being a uh, Lions fan or being a Jets fan? Ooh, I think being a Jets fan is worse because the Jets fans have had their hopes up and the Giants are right there. <laughs> And, right. and, and, that make it and worse? because yes the giants are there and because you're in the same division as tom brady oh. for years and tom brady uh-huh. just just beat you over the head for <laughs> for 15 years so at least with the lions right the lions is just like it's a it's an incompetent franchise with incompetent management and you know your team is awful we're first team to ever go 16 and 0 right you know had a, had a quarterback run out of the back of the end zone for safety like, all the things I remember about how awful the Lions are. And the Lions had good players, right? You had Barry Sanders. You had Kelvin Johnson. You had Matt Stafford. You had Indomitian Sue. You had a team, and you just couldn't put it together. And then all those people leave, except for Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, who just decided to quit instead of leaving because they were under contract. They go, I'm just done playing for you. <laughs> I'm done. Hmm. Like, Matt Stafford, right, gets traded to the uh, to the Los Angeles Rams, wins Super Bowl next year. <laughs> wow. So. So, yeah, it is what it is. It's the Lions. But, yeah, I'd much rather be a Lions fan than a Jets fan because then Jets fans are loud and they're New Yorkers. And then, like you said, the Giants are down the street and they they beat Tom Brady twice in the Super Bowl. Do you have a um, do you have a, an obnoxious tr- chant like the like the Jets? Is there no, one we do the not Lions have, have a J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets chant. Okay. No. Yeah. Lions who, don't else have spells their, who else spells their name besides them and the Eagles? Well, it's just, and that's why people make fun. Like your fan base is so stupid; they have to chant the name so they remember how to spell it. (laughs) I haven't heard that, but yeah, it's uh, (laughs) it's a pretty low hanging fruit, and I appreciate it. Yeah, (laughs) like your team is so dumb that your chant is just spelling the name. You have to keep reminding (laughs) yourself how to spell the name Jets. So I like that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, and again, the Lions are like you know, the Lions are going to be who they are, and they're gonna you know they're gonna. They're going to be great the first three quarters, and then at some point, they're going to try to come back from behind, or they're going to throw the game away. It's just how it works. Um, so, yeah, like, it's the Lions. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Like, they just are who they are. And if they ever go to the Super Bowl, I'll be in the front row. 
Wow, look at that. That's that a lot. That's I mean, that's you know, I'm tied to this team. I, I wish I had I wish I was a fan of another team, but I can't. I've look tried. Man, can't. You're talking you're talking to a Flyers fan. It's a tough life. Right? Yeah. They haven't they haven't won it. At we, least the Flyers we, have won. The Lions have not won since I mean before dude, they, there was fly, a Super Bowl. Flyers have not won in my lifetime. 70s, right? Yeah. 70s. My life. At least it's the 70s. Like the Lions haven't won since the 50s. Yeah, they won back to back and that was it. And then and now it's like you talk about choke artists, false hope, getting there, and then just just shitting the bed. Flyers are great at that. Really good. But you got gritty. So I don't yeah, that's true. That's that's a, that's a recent and um and fortunate development. So yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so out of pain You're comes right. gritty. True. And gritty's great. Gritty's great. All right. So I've seen a couple. I've seen a few movies actually. Have you? Okay, let's see. Now I don't think have I talked about Inuo on this on no. this podcast. Inuo saw this crazy ass movie. I think I saw it right before I went to London. That's probably why I haven't spoken. About how it. do you spell this? Because maybe you have, but I N U O H Inuo. Now we've no, often talked about how. No, we, about all, we, we often talk about how you know all these anime type video games i play and i don't watch any anime well i got three movies that i've seen and two of them are anime um because i there's you're, just nothing you're, really you're your final your final weeb form there's there's nothing <laughs> these are not I, these these are fucking weird but you know what the other thing is there's just not much in theaters that i'm like i really want to see that you know it's um i need more fast and furious in my life anyway the uh there's a quote from a tr- um from somebody at the rap who said and this is the best way to describe this movie. The best feudal Japanese hair metal, demonic curse, serial killer, political tragedy, rock opera of the year. That pretty much explains what this thing is. Um, it is bananas. It is a spectacle. It's not anime in the classic sense. They do a lot of cool shit. This thing is cuckoo bananas. The premise is, I don't even know how to explain it. Basically, you have a, there's this, it starts off talking about these warring nations and a um, and the sword, and then next thing you know, some dude gets cut in half, and the kid is blinded. And then it's about this kid's like, whoa, this guy's journey, and uh, then he becomes a performer, and then this monster starts turning into a person that they tell these true stories of this war. Um, the first thirty minutes or so of this movie is kind of this kid making his way through the world, and then finding this group of musicians. The next 45 minutes of the movie is just a really long song. And then the next 15 minutes of the movie is basically all the is basically everything just hitting the fan and thing getting weird. Hmm. Um, This movie was like unexpectedly like violent at times. (laughs) Didn't expect certain moments to happen. Uh, Someone may or may not blow up at some point in gruesome detail. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I was like, oh, shit, <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, there's a lot happening in this movie. I don't know if it all works on a, you know, on a, on a fundamental storytelling character development, like the way that you would typically judge a movie's quality. I don't know if you would say, hey, those things are good, hmm. but I would. Uh, but this thing's kind of awesome as a more of this art piece. Uh, and they do some really cool things like as they the way they animate the perspective of the blind of the kid of the blind guy mm-hmm. is really cool. The way they kind of combine modern and uh, modern music into this setting and play it off is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of crazy shit going on in this movie. 
uh, I recommend it if you're in the mood for something super bizarre and uh, and also wildly entertaining. Cool. So yeah, there was that. Uh, last week was uh, last Saturday. It was three dollar movie day. Uh, so that I, it was like international movies or something like that. So every every ticket was three dollars. And I was like, all right, I'm up early. I'm going to go to Alamo Draft House and get myself some lunch and pay three dollars to see a movie. And Did you pay like 20 bucks for the lunch and three dollars for the movie. Yeah, something like that. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. But that's with tip. That's not bad. If you're eating out in New York, it's fine. Um. Yeah, so actually what I saw was, because I originally wanted to see 3,000 Years of Longing, but all the shows were sold out. So instead, I saw Princess Mononoke, the Studio oh, yeah. Ghibli classics, Princess Mononoke. And I realized pretty quickly watching this movie, I've never seen this movie front to back. Hmm. And it was dubbed, which was fine. Normally, I wouldn't watch a dub, but you don't really have a choice. And I was like, ah, these guys are doing fine until Billy Bob Thornton started talking. And I'm like, not that, <laughs> not that that's a bad thing, but the, the, the problem, like he did fine, but you out of it, it's, doesn't it? it's the only person who you know yeah. is that character. You're like, oh shit, this Billy Bob Thornton. <laughs> Fortunately, he's not in the movie that much. Uh, yeah. Also, really great movie. Deserves yeah. its status as a classic. Yeah, it's a good uh, movie. Ghibli knows its shit. Also did not expect this one to be as violent as it was. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like the moment that dude gets his arms like or like a guy gets beheaded and then like a little bit moment later, like that guy gets his arms arrowed to a tree. I was like, holy shit. Limbs just don't matter in this. And that's yeah. cool. But yeah, also a great movie. Not really much to say about that. But yeah, uh, kind of made me want to go back and rewatch a bunch of Ghibli stuff. Uh, front to back and i think it's all in disney very odd how when you type in princess mononoke and it's like people also ask why is princess mononoke so good is princess mononoke a boy or a girl (laughs) Hmm. that's a good question so yeah there you go that's which is better princess mononoke or spirited away yeah interesting questions from uh from google curated from google which means people have actually asked those questions it's really sad yeah when is princess mononoke 2 coming out (laughs) that's a good question Don't know what that would be. Actually, the sequel potential is probably there. Of, but uh, don't make that movie. Yeah. Um, what is the weirdest Studio Ghibli film? <laughs> like people ask a lot of interesting questions. The weirdest Studio Ghibli so, film is easily that that one with the pilot. This person says it's the cat one. <laughs> the cat one. There's a there's a there's a weird cat one apparently. My neighbor Totoro. That's the one. That's no. like the most famous one. Yeah. No, I think Spirited Away is the most famous one. Oh, that's Totoro is probably the most recognizable. Like if you put an image of that of that big whatever that thing is, it's the raccoon, right? Yeah, um, it's some type I, of animal. It's some type of mythical animal. Yeah, what was the? It's I'm trying to find. Yeah, there's a the, cat one that apparently. Sorry, I lost the list of people. Also, ask the cat um, returns. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what it is. No, I'm thinking of um, not this one. There, Porco Rosso. That's probably that's probably the weirdest one because it's about like a a pig pilot. It's pretty bizarre. That one's strange. (laughs) That's that's probably the weirdest one. Anyway, last movie I saw, which I watched the next day, was 3000 Years of Longing. I've got a chance to see that. Uh, This is two thirds of a great movie. Oh, no. Which which two thirds? Can I guess? (laughs) Yeah, go for it. 
is it like the it i mean i'm i'm gonna guess it's the first two-thirds not that is exactly right yeah unfortunately the the first two-thirds of this movie are pretty dope and then the last third of this movie is pretty lame (laughs) Mm. there may be a version of this that works but when i looked up afterwards i did some digging and this is actually it's based on a novel or something. It's like there there is an original source material. It's not an original. Um, uh, it's not an original uh, story. Uh, it's an adaptation. And apparently this is the same way that story goes. So I couldn't tell it. I can't tell you why it doesn't work without spoiling. Hmm. But I will say that the first two thirds of the movie is basically exactly what you would expect it to be from the trailer which is like all this cool stuff, history, um, you know, all these different stories through time. And um, it's basically going through all the stories of uh, Idris Elba uh, and how he got into the bottle, right? That's the, mm. that's most of the first two thirds of this movie. And then the last third is not that. And, uh, and it just did not work for me at all. Hmm. So uh, yeah. Uh, Idris Elba's having sad. a run of some, of some movie. Isn't he in a movie called beast? Isn't there a movie where like he goes on safari yeah. And there's like a killer lion that's coming after him and his daughters. <laughs> right? There sure is. Yeah. That's a, yeah. that's a movie. He just, he just helped us having a, he was also having Knuckles. A bit of a Don't moment. forget. He was Knuckles. Uh, how can I forget? It's probably his best movie this year. If you think about it. Wow. Mm. Well, what is it up against? It's a that. Oh, he was in, he was in that movie. Oh, right. He did have an appearance in Thor love and thunder. Uh, Cause it's beast. Oh yeah. Cause he plays, that, he plays the dude. Yeah. This movie that I was just talking about, 3,000 Years of Longing, and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. So, yeah, I'm going to say that's his best uh, movie this year. Hmm. I haven't seen Beast, though. Maybe people love it. I have no idea. I haven't seen it either. Well, sounds like a yeah some homework. So that's I still what I haven't have... seen Thor Love and Thunder. I need to watch that. It's on Disney+. Plus. Get after I know it. all about it, but cool. I haven't seen it. I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, that was that's what I've seen. Um, game-wise, I've finished, quote-unquote, I rolled credits on Xenoblade Chronicles 3. About mm. 90 hours took to beat this game. Wow. I loved it. I loved every moment of this game. This game is something special. Um, easily the fa- my favorite game I played this year. Easily one of my favorite games I've ever played. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Um, I talked a lot about it last time, but man, I, I actually, after I rolled the credits, I went back because like some new stuff unlocks in the game. And I played it for like another five hours. And then um and then this week at work, I've been listening to the soundtrack. And my God. My God, what a soundtrack. What a game. If you just listen to all the battle themes from even if you don't play the game, you want to listen to some great music, listen to the and you want to get jacked up, go to uh listen to the battle themes from Xenoblade Chronicles 3. And uh you'll have a good time. Really good really good stuff it's crazy I, I, I looked up the like the soundtrack it's like an unofficial soundtrack on youtube that kind of plays all the songs in succession and they're all time stamped but it's like 11 hours of music you're like holy shit hmm. how is there so much music in this game uh but man what an experience what a good story um i got I got kind of emotional teared up twice not at the wow. end wow yeah, that's wow. right. Never, Man, never shown t- some emotion. You're sitting there playing a Switch game and a and there's some welling going on. I know. It's crazy. Happened twice. Not at the wow, end. Wow, twice. Twice. 
11 hours and 36 minutes of music. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't say this last time. Yeah, 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 man. This this game hit me at uh, at a couple times. Yeah. It's wow. just the What, what was God. it? Was it like give me this don't tell me the scenario, but like or like don't tell me exactly, but like was the was it a death? Was it love? Like what was happening in the story that made you overcome with emotion? Uh yeah, one was a uh the hardest one, the hardest hitting one was like um it was actually a kind of a death scene of sorts. So what they do, and it kind of gets you every single time, but never to that level, is like, if you watch a trailer for this game, you kind of get it. They explain the whole premise where everybody basically lives for 10 years at a time. And then when they die, you like these guys, these offseers, they play a uh, the song on their flute. And then it, so they like play the song and then this uh, body basically disappears into a bunch of lights. And the scene mm. happens over and over and over again in the That's game. Kind of like Golden Retrievers. <laughs> kind of like Golden Retrievers. I don't know what. How <laughs> how is it like Golden Retrievers? Because I only lived for like ten years. But when the, oh, I you see, know. got it. The lifespan, not the yeah. not the whole flute playing thing. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Okay, got <laughs> no, it. That no, makes more maybe. sense. I've yeah. never owned a Golden Retriever before. Maybe it is like that. Yeah. So that part. So like, there's various moments where that'll happen, and they make kind of a bigger deal of it. Cause you'll find these random bodies along the, in the game and you'll play it and like whatever that thing happens. But man, the song that's being played and the context in one of these scenarios where you're playing it for a character is just that one got me because not only do you see that, I was like, okay, this is the normal thing. They're getting me because you know, the song hits hard and the context hits hard. But then all of a sudden you you're surrounded by all these people who actually knew the guy and they're reacting to the thing that's happening too. And it's just like, it's a payoff from a, an event that happened way earlier in the game. And it's, and I believe it was even like a side quest. Like you didn't even necessarily have to trigger this event. That was the one that hit me hardest. And then there was another one, which was just this, um, this character moment between two characters. And it was just like, Oh my God, no, it's so sad. Then you got, once you got, cause you simultaneously got like this, happy payoff and sad payoff at the exact same time and it that just that was a bit that was a bit much for me hmm. but it's interesting because yeah you know i've said it before no movie has ever made me cry no game has ever made me, i mean this is the closest but i mean but like, again if you're if you're welling up with emotion I'm welling up, like, yeah it's, crying also, doesn't have to be tears true right? or but does crying a, have to be tears i don't know I, hard to say like if you say you've never you've never cried at a film does that mean like you've never dropped a tear? Oh, I've I mean I've laughed. I've cried laughing. No, no, I'm talking about like like of like emotional. Yes, I mean uh, laughter no. is an emotion, but like not Yeah, I have yeah. I have not. Never uh never What's uh, the last like, movie you like you cried laughing at? Uh, I I remember uh, what it is for me cuz it was so uh, off guard. Uh, <laughs> Every time I think uh, about it it makes me laugh. Probably Aquaman. I don't know. That movie got me. Wow, you cried laughing at Aquaman. <laughs> oh, when the when the fucking crab people show up at the end. Yeah, that got me, man. I was I was crying laughing. That's why do you think I love the movie so much? It's so <sighs> it's so much fun and hilarious. At the same I remember time. the movies I've cried at out of sadness and cried at out of laughter. I remember both of them. Okay, what's the last the sadness one? Wait, was there one since that Jake Gyllenhaal movie? No, that's it. That's okay. The one. Got it. And then what's the then what's the laughter one? It's it's Step Brothers when when they, when they build the bunk beds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it caught me off guard, and it's still every time I see it, it makes me laugh. And I just the, the I was watching it on my laptop, and I wasn't expecting that to happen. Yeah, and I just it, you know for me when you cry laughing, it's when it catches you like unexpectedly, and it's funny. Like the build up won't make you cry laughing, 
the build up, you go, oh man, that's funny and that's pretty smart. But the bunk bed thing just just he jumps up there and the bunk bed comes down. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous, but it's it's still it still makes me cry with laughter every time I see it. Nice. Yeah. But the thing is with this game is that, you know, these moments are like dozens of hours in. So you spend char- you've spent like so much time with these six characters where like, you know. I mean, you spent 90 hours. With them. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying, but in these moments, you've at these points when they hit, it's like you've spent so much time with them. So it's like they become almost like, you know, people, you know, in a way. So I think it makes it easier to play on those emotions and like pull those strings. And it was, uh, yeah, they just did a great job. And that's despite this game, like being, I- I'm going to say like pretty stifled by the Switch's power. But the mm. game looks pretty good. Um, but there's certain things where it's like, man, it could have definitely looked better. And I say that because the other game I've been playing, oddly enough, is Final Fantasy 13, which is a game that came out in 2009. This game is 13 years old, came out on 360. And that is and, and that game looks better than this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> which is crazy because the switch is probably a little bit more powerful than a 360. Um, if you're going to put them in about the same ballpark and that's fine, but this game tries to shoot for the moon. So when I went from that to final fantasy 13, I'm like, Oh my God, it's night and day. Like, man, if this game was just a little bit sharper looking, but it didn't need it. Um, Xenoblade Chronicles three is just like, it's a special, special game. I bought it digitally and I'm contemplating buying the physical version just so I can have it. And I absolutely will be like they there's like a whole roadmap of new content coming out. It's like I easily see myself continuously going back to this game with new content. Um, I just I I really, really love this game. Like, I can't Hmm. say enough good things about it. Uh, You'll probably hate it, but I loved it. (laughs) Actually, I don't know if you'd hate it, but there is a lot of there is a lot of story moments that I know you won't have the patience for. But there's also a shit ton of gameplay. But man, when the when the cutscenes start rolling, it's like get a snack. Because they're yeah. gonna, they're gonna start telling you some stuff, mm-hmm. or just listen to the soundtrack and have a good time. Final Fantasy Thirteen, though, also a good game. I, people really hate on this game. I love it. I think it's awesome. Having a great time. Uh, I don't know why the game is structured in the way it is because everybody's like, "Oh, it turns, it gets good," and like twenty hours in, I'm like, "I'm having a great time through and through." There's twelve chapters in the game. It takes about twenty hours to get to chapter eleven. And then apparently that thing goes on for like 20 hours. So hmm. I'm like, okay, so is this thing just going to come to a grinding halt now? <laughs> like everything I like about it is going to how like quick and snappy everything is. And now it's like, now slow down and grind and roam the world. And like, <laughs> I don't really want to do any of that shit, but I've just got to that point. So I might have different feelings. I might be like the reverse of most Final Fantasy fans with this one. But so far, having a blast. Great game. And on Switch, I am playing... A game called Dusk, which is a like a Quake style first person single player first person shooter. It looks like something ripped right out of the early two thousands, late nineties, and it's a lot of fun. But I needed something that's not an RPG. It's like going too yeah. far down the RPG road. I need a break. Um, eventually, I'll get back to Live Alive or Live a Live, whatever the hell, however you pronounce ah. that. And I've got Rabbids coming out soon. A lot of games. A lot of a lot so of we've games. got. We're like 70% done with the year. What is coming out in the next four months? Mm. 
that you're excited for? What game is on your radar? Uh, let's see. Well, God of War. God of War Ragnarok. That's coming out. Hmm. Uh, is that still old? Is that still old Kratos with his son? Yeah, it's a direct, the it's a direct boy. sequel. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, it's a direct sequel to uh, the reboot, God of War Ragnarok. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, Let's see. I'm looking at a release schedule here. This is literally everything. This is too many. This is overwhelming. I just need to just give me the hits, right? Just give me the hits. Uh Oh, Mario Rabbids. I'm excited about that one. Uh, I'd like to know what else Nintendo's working on, but we don't really know that. Hmm. You think they're going to drop some surprises, right? Because when does Kirby come out? What What do you mean? Kirby. It's already out. Isn't there a Kirby came, game coming out? Came out months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, again, I'm dude. I've been I've been staring at what I've been staring at for the whole year. Yeah, I know what you're staring at. I got you. Uh, there's this game, Metal Hellsinger, which looks really dope. That's like a first person shooter heavy metal game. It's got Sarge Tank Tankian. That's the guy from uh, System of a Down. Sarge Tankian. I mean, it sounds like the name of a. Do you just? Is it just like metal the whole time? It's just Sarge like, Tankian. Boom, boom, and then you're just you know chopping through people as that's going on. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That's gonna be coming to. Uh, of course, it is. That's coming to. Um, uh, Game Pass as well, so that's pretty cool. I love it. It's just people looking at the music is what. If you type in YouTube, oh, um, it's just uh, again. I can just imagine it's just some guy just shredding on a guitar as yeah. you just run through what looks like hell. <laughs> yeah, uh, a Plague Tale Requiem. That's going to be exciting. The original kind of surprised the hell out of me when I played it in 2020, and this is the sequel. Um, very cool looking game there. Oh, this is a rhythm game. Interesting. Yeah, it's like a rhythm shooter. Gotham Knights. Mm-hmm. I'll be curious to see how that appears, how that turns out. Oh, dude, Bayonetta three comes out October twenty eighth. No, oh, big fan of those games. <laughs> uh, God have they of War. finally have they finally made you know covered Bayonetta up? <laughs> She's covered up for most of the game. Most of the game. Hey man, she she embraces her sexuality. Okay? <laughs> All right. She she leverages it and uses it against her enemies. Bayonetta's a great character. Fair uh, God of War Ragnarok mentioned that. Uh, yeah, I think that's kind of the Callisto Protocol. We'll see. That's the one from the from the guys who made um, who made uh, Dead Space. So it's like mm-hmm. a new Dead Space style game. I love Dead Space, but I don't, I can't do like modern horror games. They're a bit too much for me. So. Yeah, the horror. <laughs> it's not even that it's just like the gore is becoming too realistic to the point where yeah, it's, like it's getting a little too real up. for you it's like the same reason i don't like gory movies and horror movies it's like oh now this is getting in the way of my <laughs> it's like not getting in the way but it's like oh man well that's kind of too ruined. real yeah exactly exactly uh but yeah those those are the big ones coming out they delayed a lot of stuff to next year um, hmm. but that's, that's still a pretty strong list. Uh, oh yeah. Gungrave gore. I'm going to check that out. That was a I, I, gun. So, you know, we talked about before. I don't watch many anime. I did watch hmm. Gungrave that series. I loved that series. You want to talk about something that kind of made me well up a little bit. Gungrave actually one did. Hmm. Yeah. When's I the, remember. when's the, the frontiers of Pandora coming out, right? I asked this because didn't you just watch this Ubisoft thing? Yeah, well, and yeah. Did that show up? No, 
but they did mention it yesterday during the Disney games presentation. I think that was mm. delayed to next year though. Okay. Yeah. That'll be interesting. I, I don't really care about it though. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a question still, but there's rumor that Nintendo is going to be doing a Nintendo direct next week. Hmm. So, and they're going to talk about a lot of Zelda stuff because there's a sequel to breath of the wild that yes. they, uh, that they don't have a title for and they don't have a date for. And if they announce, and apparently they're going to be releasing uh, Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And if they release Wind Waker on Switch, I absolutely will replay that because that's my favorite Zelda game. Not even close. Yeah. It's a great game. Beautiful. Um, Best soundtrack. Wow, it's a good soundtrack. Stand by it. But yeah, lots of, there's some decent stuff coming out. And Going through this list, it's actually not too bad thinking about all the RPGs I'm playing. I play a lot of RPGs now. I don't know when that happened. I don't know why that yeah. happened. I don't know why. A lot of the games that come out now are RPGs, really. Like, or they've not... got RPG elements in them. Oh, yeah. Everything's got RPG elements. I did start playing Stray. I played that for like five minutes, and I was like, oh, man, I want to go back to Xenoblade. And then oh. they told me that. So you, don't like, you don't like being a cat. It, it was fine. And then they told me that. Um, Final Fantasy 13 was being taken off Game Pass by the on the 15th. So I'm like, oh shit, I gotta get cracking. <laughs> I gotta finish this game. I don't know. I might I might just have to buy it. I might end up buying uh, Final Fantasy 13 if hmm. I don't if I don't finish it that's, in the next five days, which is very likely because there's no fucking way I'm playing 20 hours of this game in the next five that's days. That's how they get you. That's impossible. That's how they get you. I had a year. I had a year to play it. Mm-hmm. So this is my own fault. But yeah, maybe it is how they get me. Whatever. I'll yeah, I'll, have, I'll throw them 12 bucks. It's fine. They could take it. Here's my $12. Thank you for the experience. It's been great. I look at it like a tip. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that's it. I got nothing else. That's it. Uh, yeah. Done here. Unless you got anything else? Anything you want to? No. Rest in peace with the queen. Uh, uh, funeral is in a week plus. So I thought it was today. It's not today. No. Oh, no. I thought they said something about it. I'm like, oh, they're doing this Jewish no. style. Didn't expect that. No, no, no. If the queen's the queen's funeral is going to be long, they're going to lots of ceremony and walking through the street. It will be something that will be all over the news. You will see a casket. Yeah, they drag it out. Her casket is going to be blinged out. They drag it out uh, pretty long, too, because they bury her piece by piece. Yes. It's weird. It's a weird ceremony. But you know what? Uh, Each piece of day takes 365 days because they bury 365 pieces of the queen. Good God. Imagine being that. Imagine having that job. Divvy up the queen at 365 pieces. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the queen she shrunk from. She was five four, and when she died, she was four nine. Is that a? Is that real? Yeah, it's real. That's what happens. You get old. You shrink. I'm not even going to think about that. All right, end this (laughs) podcast. Uh, He's abroad.com. That's where you find all the links to all the stuff. Subscribe, review us, be cool. Uh, these bots, they're coming faster and furious than ever before. Just can you turn off the comment section? Okay. That way yeah. the bots just stop uh, just stop it. spamming my inbox. I'm getting to it. Uh, I'm getting to it. Much appreciated. Zencaster, that's how I record. Hate the new interface. So Zencaster, if you're listening, uh, give me an option to go back or tell me how to use it. Or maybe I just look up how to use it. Look, I'm saying there's enough blame to go around. Anyway, till next time. Oh. Uh, Shuck it, duck it now!